We believe that wealth is a journey and that this is your jumpstart to trading success. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Traders Mind Chat live show. Today, we are joined by our very own Stuart Chalmers to help us walk through some live trades, uh, trades that are on our open trade list and our focus list and uh, other trades that we've got on the radar. So, Stu, thanks for taking some time out today and, and joining us. You're welcome. Thank you, Mike. Hi, everybody. Yeah, so um, on the open trade, so um, well, we'll go through trades uh, that we've got opened, uh, entries, targets, stops, management, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, I've got one trade uh, that's open. Stu, how many uh, are you working on? Um, just the one at the moment um, that, that's open. Yep. All right. So uh, go through uh, mine here first. So let me uh, drop. Can I have that open? Yeah, we'll try it. We'll try it. Uh, yeah, everybody that's here that's uh, that's joining in live, uh, first off, thanks for being here. Second uh, of all, uh, as you have questions, just type them into the chat. We'll be answering questions uh, live throughout. Um, this uh, this first trade here, uh, ERF, the, this is one that uh, we've spoken about uh, last week. Uh, actually started this one two weeks ago, and it's also one that um, I started a new free newsletter uh, where we're doing a free education, free one free uh, trade idea, uh, and I'm giving uh, the, uh, one of the ideas uh, that I think uh, is the best, uh, ideas that we're sharing with members. Uh, this happened to be one that we shared in the newsletter, um, and I ended up taking this trade and just to throw my annotations on here for a moment, uh, back here on the 28th, uh, when it broke out, ERF, NR Plus Corporation uh, is the name of this. Uh, they are a Canadian oil and gas play. Uh, broke out, hit the first and the second scale outs. So I like to scale out of my positions. Uh, Similar to uh, to the way that that Stu uh, scales out of his positions too, he he's actually uh, one of my inspirations for uh, exiting trades uh, at this uh, at these particular levels in the in this way. Um, so I scaled out uh, at one times my risk, at two times my risk. Both of them are in the neighborhood of about. 7%, so, so what is this? This is about 14% gain right here uh, on the trade. And now I'm allowing the rest of the position to continue to work. So I've got about half the position left, uh, letting it work, and my stop is down here. Um, a shade above break-even, um, a tad below that purple line, that's the 21-day exponential moving average. I'll turn off the annotations here so it could be a little bit clearer. So a little bit below this 21-day uh, exponential moving average. Um, and a, a spot where 
if price were to rapidly fall to that level, uh, I feel as though the, the it would be a major shift in uh, the direction of the trade. So, that, like, I have an alert set higher, uh, so that way I could see like how uh, if price were to fall back to this level over here, where I have that a horizontal line drawn. Uh, part of the idea is that um, I may want to exit at that level or, or exit a portion of the trade around that level, but it depends on how it gets there. So that's part of the idea and how I'm trading uh, ERF. Stu, uh, well, what are you uh, trading right now? Um, I'm in a short uh, on SQ at the moment. Um, All right, SQ. Let's take a look at SQ. Where did you start this one, Stu? Sorry, Mike. What was that? Uh, where did you start the short? Oh, right. Um, short my chart. I started it. Um, I'll give you the actual date on the second of March. 2nd of March. So, of March, yeah. Ah, so right as it was uh, hovering around the 50. Well, yeah, it's ho it was hovering around the 50, but um, I don't know if it'd be helpful to throw up my chart or to show you what I was. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you could share your screen. If that would uh, that would be fantastic. Um, let me see you share your screen. Yeah. Right, I'll flip to that. Can you see my trading view? Yeah, here it is. Okay. Um, so essentially, um, this is this is where I got in just on the, on the break below this bar here on the on that down day on the on the first of March, and I got in there. And I've scaled okay. down. The key, I suppose, for me, it was looking at it was not so much the 50, but this long-term support and resistance line. Ah, okay. So, so if, you, if you look at that, that this is a, a stock in a stage four decline. Um, it broke through here and it bounced off another long-term resistance and bounced back up. So that's what that's what in a, Moved up there really sharpish in three days, um, on on kind of reasonable volume. The the the, the bullish people um, would be thinking this is a great opportunity to buy. But I, I flipped bearish on about the sixteenth or eighteenth of February, um, so I've been looking for short setups, and this is a classic. Um, you know, bounce between two key key areas. So I thought, well, if it breaks below this, this was a poor day for the bulls. Well, I can zoom in a little bit more there. But yeah, that, yeah. That, the close on that day is not not great. So basically, that's where I, on the break of that low, that's where I got in the next day, uh, and then it's continued to go down since then. So I think we're up about twenty percent or something on that. Um, yeah, 21% so far. Um, scaled out three times. I need to drop down to an intraday chart to show you those. 
Um, yeah, yeah. What prompted the the scale outs? So, if you look back, I, I would. This is the gap. So my first target was: is it going to bounce at the gap? Um, so I was looking for it to go below this gap, this earnings gap here, um, and then so the bottom of the gap, then closing the gap, then there. So that's that's the kind of four key points I thought as so as kind of spots that this trade could potentially turn around and where buyers could step in. Um, so as usual, I like to take a, a little bit off. So on day day two, I think that was, I scaled out from about seven and a half percent, then about fifteen. Um, at the end of that day, it just it was a strong close for for me. So I just take take some more money off the table, and the same last night, um, the kind of strong close. And I figured today, um, if you look at this, I used stochastic to as kind of proxy for momentum. Um, you can see the momentum's down, down, and it started just creeping up and took a dip into the close last night. But then this morning, that was it was going that way. So I figured this was going to be a bit of an up day for it. It looks as though that might just plummet again. So, um, so that's where I am. My stop's currently at 113.73. I'll tighten that up tonight, probably, to the high of the day. Um, and I think that's... I don't know if there's much more to say about that one, but ultimately I'm hoping it, it, it comes back down to this support level. Um, and I'll either bounce off of that or, or head north again, in which case you can maybe play the bounce and it's setting up a nice little range trading um, scenario for, you know, for, for playing in the future. But it's good stock. There was a few others on the same day that I was looking at. There was quite a number setting up at the same time. PayPal mm. was one of the other ones that I was really keen on, and um, I think there was a few, few others that I was setting up at the same time. But, um, take the strongest one, you take the one that goes, and this is, I mean, the volume and the liquidity on this is is, is still huge. And if you look down here, you know, it's still still trading 20, 30 million um, a day, so that's pretty good. Oh, that's fantastic. And so that that's that. That trade. That's the only one I have running at the moment. So, so how did this idea come on the radar, Stu? Well, because um, you know, I, I, I obviously I prefer I normally um, trade to the long side, but all the longs that I've been taking, um, I noticed they were all fading after about three days, and then reversing, nothing could stick. Um, so I was kind of looking at where are the weakest stocks in the market. And it seemed to be previous leaders, but the highly liquid ones. Um, so I just turned my attention to that and then started um, using my kind of um, biggest kind of um, losers scans and stuff like that. So uh, and just kind of honing in on some of these previous um, leaders from the last leg up, really, that are you know down more than 40%, etc. So... Um, that's where I was looking at it, really. And a lot of it's just from a good old favourite stage analysis. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking for those stocks that have, have now confirmed stage four downtrends. And that's, you know, get your major support and resistance lines and then trade it off of those. Um, ah, interesting. So it would the concept be similar to 
uh, almost felt like a, a pullback buy, but in reverse. Well, it's very similar. Yeah, you're just looking for it to, to, um, you're looking at well, what what would stop the upward move? Well, it's when it breaks below the low of of, of a kind of poor candle. Really, you're just looking for all the buying to dry up, which you know, um, these types of you know little kind of um, horrible candles for um for bulls are you know so that that's kind of where you want to try and get and, and and that gives you the tight stop because if you're playing it up here i mean my stop on this is only about three percent i think um so you know you're playing it up here you've you've if you want to go for the, the you know the, the cast iron stop then you, you put it above that support and resistance level if you want to just um go to see if Steve is going to going to fly or not then you know you just, just pick a level and, and go for it I mean four dollars stop ahead on that so, and it's gone, um, you know and it's gone down 30 bucks so yeah so right. that's great I, I swear every time uh, we chat I learn uh something for something interesting from you uh <laughs> yeah but I'm I'm taking notes uh, over here uh, on my end about the that that the uh, uh, about shorting and the like being the inverse uh, of the pullbacks um yeah you just uh, you've got to trade it off a level that makes sense you know where yeah. and it's not just the 50 it's the prior area of uh of resistance that's driving with it yeah uh, at major I, level too well you need it you need because a, a short has um essentially in a short you've got a limited upside and you've got an unlimited downside so mm. you know, your losses are unlimited and, you, and your gains are limited so you want to have the appropriate risk reward in, in a short and to do that you need to know where it's likely to get to because you know i don't trade with targets in in, in longs but you know in shorts i, I always like to have a, a rock solid target to hit um, and now you can only get that through long-term major support and resistance. So you, you've, and it's not difficult to do. You've just got to go back and, and plot them. Uh, and then just a bit of patience, wait for it to, to come along and touch those levels. I mean, there was one up here that I was looking at way back in December, but I don't think the market was quite right. You can see I've, I've marked a potential entry, short entry up there. Didn't take it there. I, don't know. I wish I had. But. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> but you know that that was the target for that one, and sure enough, it did hit. So. Um. Quite interesting. Well, let, let me ask you, since we're on the topic of of shorts, uh, what are the criteria uh, would you consider for a short? So, so we we listed a, a few different things, right? You, you listed um, uh, like prior uh prior leadership right like like the the stocks that have had the the major runs uh of the past so the the ones that, that we made a lot of money on in uh in 2020 some of them in 2021 those leaders uh which have topped out and now uh, uh have rolling over and are in stage mm -hmm. four declines uh like that that's a that's a huge one um and uh and a, it speaks to why we should still keep trades uh, on a watch list 
on some kind of a watch list, not just forget about them. Even if they've topped out, they could make great short candidates like like this one. Um, well, well, what were some of the other uh, criteria that you would use to consider for sure? Well, well to me, to me, I, I think you know you've got to stick to the the large and mega caps and and a lot of liquidity. Um, you know, or else you just going, you could end up getting a short squeeze or squeezed out or whatever. So um, you, do, you don't want to be doing a game stock type thing or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you don't you don't want to be doing that, uh, particularly as a retail trader. You just you, you want something that's liquid, super easy to borrow. You can get in and out. You're not, you know, whenever it suits you, um, and. You know, they, they'll be, they'll be, these things are driven by institutional buying and selling. As you can see, the, you know, it's a 58 billion market cap stock even now. So, um, you know, that that's what I would say is it's st- stick to the major stocks. Don't don't go down the quality ladder at all. You know, um, because you, you you just don't want to get trapped in something, particularly a, a short that could just go up and up. And also, they're less likely to be driven by um, any particular singular event. Mm. Um, that's what I would suggest. I mean, normally I, I, I like to short ETFs and stuff, but if I'm doing individual stocks, it will only be only be the most liquid. Um, and the previous leaders are great. I mean, it just so happens that they're all mostly tech tech leaders at the moment. Mm. All great points. Yeah. Is there anything on your focus list right now? Um, not not a huge amount. Um, what am I looking at? I've got a few in here, but none of them are particularly like it. Blink was one that I was looking at. Um, Blink. One I'm keeping an eye on. It's playing around with this major support level here. It's you know, you've got the averages are all stacked up. I was li- looking at it as a short, but it may turn into a long. It's hard to tell. Um, so that's one I'm keeping an eye on. PayPal, I'm looking for a, a bounce back up to this level here in about 125. Um, I'm not sure I'm that keen on much of the other stuff, to be honest, Mike. Mm. Um, what course I was looking at? as well i was looking at this for a for a transitional bottoming pattern and it's kind of getting there but i think the airlines have blown that one out of the water uh, yeah and this one i quite liked um wasn't sure what it was going to do but the, the last couple of days it's just fallen off a cliff again yeah yeah well, one of the one of the great things about watch lists is that they they give us far more uh, than just uh, you know a shopping list, right? Like it's really given us great insight into the health of the market. You have something on your shopping list, and if it falls off a cliff, well, that that's some pretty good information about the type of market that we're in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can keep an eye on them, and um, I'm not seeing anything that I particularly like to the long side. There's a few energy stocks but they look a bit toppy um that's not to say they won't keep going higher and higher like oil and you know i mean i'm not sure what it is today but i know it was a 130 something <laughs> mm. 130, a, a, a 
a battle the other day. So, yeah, who knows? If there's anything that's on your watch list, uh, you, the audience, uh, put it into the chat. Let us know. We'll take a look at it. Uh, we've got a few people over here uh, on YouTube, a couple on Facebook, some people over here on ShareVision. Uh, type into the chat. Let us know what ideas you're interested in, and we'll have a look at them. Um, there were a few on my radar uh, coming into today. Um one of which was this one here, uh, Dreamfinders Homes, ticker DFH. Um, the idea here uh, was that it had rebounded uh, off major support down here. It almost formed out like this, this flat base right around here. Right? Um, let me put the annotations back up and give you something a little bit better to look at than uh the fibonacci's but uh draw a little little box around this and you can see that that like this is basically what caught my attention here that it had consolidated in and around this area with the relative strength line uh greatly outpacing the price uh price broke out of this flat base area also got above the 200-day moving average, and then it's consolidated tightly uh, thereafter. Um, and both of those areas, uh, the breakout level, as well as uh, this new area of resistance, both jive with uh, some levels from back here in uh, August of last year. So uh waiting on that uh we'll see what it does um other than that one that was on my uh action list earlier today took it off because it broke support uh before triggering an entry that uh, actually one of the things that i like to say is the the second best thing that a, a a trade could do for us is tell us that it's a loser before triggering our our buy point um this uh, I saw this setting up as a double bottom. Um, it, uh, I looked at support as being right around here, right around the, the 50 day moving average. It had, uh, it's five, 10 and 21 and 50 day moving averages all, are, uh, pointed up and supporting, uh, this low over here, as well as, uh, the pullback, which, uh, was about the same volume as this before relative strength was uh, outpacing price. The stochastics were confirming the, the momentum. So it was going to treat this as my entry, but price uh, broke below where I had planned uh, to have a stop loss. So just canceled the order and that was pretty much it. Uh, there were a few other ideas uh, on the list, but um, all of them were like B and, and C level trades. Uh, like, uh, I, and one of the things that I'm, uh, one, especially in the current environment is, uh, damn near perfection, uh, in any of the trades uh, that I'm looking at. I know that that's a tall order. Um, one of the ways that I consider it is that the trade has 
the the bare minimum things that, that I want uh, in a trade technically. Then uh, if it does have that, I'll run it through this uh, this tool that uh, that I made called the Trade Gauntlet, which has everything that I'm interested in. It's a weighted average checklist. And so I'll put the trade that I'm truly interested in through that. And if it scores um, better than a 7 out of 10, then that's something that will get me interested. And DFH and UNH uh, both had that. And, well, sometimes it, the trade triggers, sometimes it, it doesn't. ERF had it too. Um, uh, and that worked out. Um, but yeah, no, none of these were good enough to, to make it onto uh, my action list. They were consolidating, but um, they might be actionable uh, soon. But no great shakes. We'll see what, what pops up on the radar uh, later this evening. Anything else to do? Anything else uh, kind of getting close? Um, just having a look through my list. I mean, I've, I've got a kind of setting up list, which has got an awful lot of things on it. Um, plug is one. <clears throat> plug? Yeah. Plug. I remember the plug. Yeah. Oh. EV type play, yeah. Plug is one that's just starting to um, set up a little bit to the long side. There's some it's put in if you if you if you look at that kind of early February or late January low is has been a low point then it's starting to put in some higher lows. Um, and it's tightening up quite nicely. Um, so um, it's one that's that's kind of a and there, um, another one is sale. That's what's the ticker? Uh, S E I L. Sale. Oh, literally sale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, sale points. I remember this one too. Yeah. So that's just slowly kind of reclaiming the the two hundred period um, average, and that's. Just post earnings, it just looks quite good. It's kind of bounced down, held below the gap or the gap so far. So we'll kind of have a look at that. Yeah, yeah considering how the market's been, uh, that's yeah. fairly strong action. Yep. Really, like here's the, the S and P, pretty uh, pretty gnarly. Yeah, and then um, what else have I got? Uh, upstart looking. At that to the short side, but it's not quite there yet. That was one that I was looking at the same time as SQ. Um, kind of see what happens with that. But there's a big, big previous resistance level at 165 on that one, which is kind of the level I'm watching. Mm. And one down at 72. So playing between those two levels. No, 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 it's quite good. Are there, are there any themes that jump out at you? 
Any themes? Yeah. Yeah, like energy has been a, a big theme. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not in love with the energy theme at the moment. Um, so, um, Are you that, that it's about run its course? I, mean, I think it's, it's, it's getting a bit old now, isn't it? But I mean, it could run for a while. Um, yeah, it's getting close to, uh, or I shouldn't say close, like it's right at its uh, 2018 highs. Yeah. I, th I think it's probably got further to go, but I would imagine there'll be some some retracements uh, along the way before it, it, it matches too much higher. Um, it, particularly once the, the geopolitics and all that settle down a bit. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing anything. It's for first time for a good few years where um, there's nothing really jumping out at me. So it's, it's just kind of weakness in, in large caps and weakness in tech, I suppose, is what I'm kind of looking at at the moment. Mm, interesting. Just to, to think through this for, for a moment too, like, so broke out of this, uh, what is that? That's uh, maybe like a three-week, maybe four-week consolidation in here. Well, well what is that? end up being uh, about four weeks and aside from being from prior resistance it's extended and uh, there's something that that also uh, is a signal that the move might be getting close to the end layout like you see like how heavy the volume is down here right everybody see how heavy the volume is down here and often that's associated with, with lots of, of demand but Given the last two days here, right? Like, so uh, today still has some time left in it, but yesterday, uh, price, heavy volume, price closes in the middle of the range. Today, even heavier volume. In fact, it's the heaviest volume, daily volume, since uh, way back here, November 2020. And prices. Uh, presently, anyway, in the middle of its range, we'll see where it closes to. It, it's starting to stall. So that, well, yeah, well, when we see action like that, it, it can be that uh, there's uh, some of the heavier players are on unloading. Like it's finding uh, some demand. Of course, because price is still moving higher, but uh, there's still uh, some selling, some profit taking going on in there. This is interesting too. Makes me think about well, different management ideas and tactics for. Uh, for this here, given where prices prices price for me on on ERF price broke above uh, its 2018 level. It's kind of sitting right at it at this point. So crazy stops. Let the market make the decision. 
that's one way to play it. That's one of the ways uh, that I play it. That's a good way to, to do it, Mike. Yeah. You can only trade what you see in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's very easy to, to overthink things as well. Yeah, keep it simple. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Anything else? Been on for about uh, about the half an hour mark already. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, anything from from you guys uh, in the audience? Any ideas that uh, you'd like us to take a look at? Any other general questions that you have? Um, guys are fairly quiet this afternoon. Only we've got a few questions in here. I'd love to see some questions come in from uh, from you guys over there on ShareVision. Uh, we keep on seeing the the numbers go up and up for the viewership over on ShareVision. I love that. Uh, but I'd love to see you guys get a little bit more interactive too. So just trying to, to goose you guys over there. Of course, you guys are over here on YouTube and Facebook. We love you too. Um, and if you have questions for us, by all means, uh, type them in. One other thing that I'd like to mention too, if you like these streams, uh, you'll definitely love the Elite program because what we do inside the Elite program is three hours every Saturday that you've got both Stu and I live uh, and we're going through the, a deep dive into general market conditions, uh, trade ideas uh, and, and explanations. Everybody's got their microphone on. Uh, we're on Discord and uh, a lot of Q&A, uh, plus we're doing a trading lesson of the week uh, every single week. Yeah, you get that, you get a full archive of education, a community on Discord. Uh, it, it really is a, a great program. So if you are interested and you'd like to check it out, then send an email to code at marrowwealth.net and we'll send you a special offer. So, um, yeah, looks like that's it for today. No other questions coming in. All right, Stu. A few more ideas next week, Mike. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we'll see. You know what? Cash isn't a bad idea. No, it's a good position. <clears throat> yeah, uh, there, this is something else that I like to, to share uh, every now and again, too, right? So just to take a look at... Uh, if you're looking at the queues and you're using the queues as a proxy for uh, for the market, uh, so uh, let's come over here to January, uh, yeah, January third. From the high to where price is at right now, your savings account is outperforming the market by about eighteen and a half percent. So, if you are just sitting in cash. It's not a bad thing. Wait for the setups to show up. They always do. They always will. It, it just takes time. Systematic edge. Yeah, that's it. Less is more. All right, Stu. Thanks again for, for joining us. 
appreciate it. Uh, always, uh, always uh, learn something from you uh, every time we speak. <laughs> uh, and glad to to introduce you to the uh, to the YouTube and the Share Vision and the Facebook audiences here as well. Thank you. All right, and uh, yeah, everybody that that's here, uh, thank you so much. Everybody that's watching the replays later on, thank you as well. Make sure that you click the like and the subscribe button and drop comments. We answer all of them. And we'll see you on Thursday. Thursday, I'll be doing stock market analysis, taking a look at the news, the headlines, seeing what kind of bogus stuff they've got to say, uh, recurring patterns, and, well, how we could uh, learn even more by letting the market do the talking. All right. Take care, everybody. Much love. Peace out.